ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of China, Denmark, and India, and in the states of Nevada, Tennessee, and Virginia, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually, to open your spiritual awareness and observe Absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say this with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip of the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is always allow yourself to feel. When faced with emotional pain, allow yourself to feel the pain, then let it go. Robert Frost said the only way around it is through it. Crying releases stress hormones from your body. This makes room for the joy. If you have difficulty feeling your emotions, run a sad movie to help you connect to your feelings. Today, I will share an expert an excerpt from a book I started writing in 2010 that I'm revising now. This is from the chapter on letting go. To truly feel our body, we must be willing to feel emotional pain as well as the joy. When we are unable or unwilling to feel the depth of our emotions and let them go, they get stuck in our body. The emotion goes to the weak spots in our bodies, causing disease, pain, depression, anxiety, and even mental illness. Sometimes we have been taught not to feel with messages like, boys don't cry, or I'll give you something to cry about or even a kindly voice saying, don't cry, it doesn't hurt. These messages cause us to shut down, numb out, and ignore our emotions. Sometimes we fear change and believe that if we feel the depths of our sadness or anger, we'd be overwhelmed or have to change ourselves or leave a relationship, job, or marriage. 
We may believe that the known is better than the unknown, so we block the emotion. As I was learning to allow myself to feel and pay attention to my body, I had an experience that was unsettling. My husband, who is now my ex-husband, spoke very disrespectfully to me, and I felt my whole chest freeze. The pain was so great that I physically numbed myself. It took me a few days until I could face the pain of his verbal assault, let the tears flow, and then respond directly to him. I set a boundary requiring respect in our interactions, and then a flood of tears unleashed over a three-day period as I allowed myself to feel the years of pain that I had been ignoring. This resulted in a huge amount of energy freeing up. That energy had been keeping the painful emotions from surfacing. The release made room for a positive flow of energy that I could now use to live my life. This experience was the beginning of my letting go of fear. As part of that journey, I went to a labyrinth retreat where I met a woman who at 60 was studying to be a Jungian analyst. She had been an alcoholic most of her life and told me none of that matters now because I have the joy of today and the rest of my life. I'm here now and that's the important thing. Staying in the moment allows us to let go of fear, judgment, and thinking and opens us up to all the possibilities and potential of the beauty in that moment, the joy, the surprise, and excitement of being able to go in any direction at any second with a unique feeling. I've learned to revel in that feeling as I've learned to let go of the fears that prevented me from taking a step that I had never taken before. While writing this chapter on letting go, I noticed that I was no longer saying, I don't have time for that. I'll do that after I write the book. I was acting on important things in the moment, getting them off my mind and out of the way. This new approach freed up more energy rather than taking away from my time and energy. I had a dream during this time that helped me. In the dream, I try to convince a woman to play a role. She refuses dies, and comes back happy and willing to play the role. Sometimes parts of us must die for a better, more joyful way of being to emerge. Our willingness to let go of who we thought we were, who we were supposed to be, what we thought we were capable of, or thoughts that we only deserved a little joy, or we only deserved misery. Letting go of those beliefs and the person who lived those beliefs manifested them and acted them out in the world makes room for our true self, joy and flow to come into our lives and all the possibilities of good that we had been denying ourselves by hanging on to negative beliefs, a limited self-image and painful emotions. Choosing to be positive Choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. 
My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear and live the true values of 2022, acceptance, compassion, kindness, diplomacy, harmony, balance, and peace as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. We discover peace by staying in the moment. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Peter Russell, who's here to talk about letting go of nothing, relax your mind, and find your true nature. After our episode last week with Dr. Stephen Post, I received the following email from Kay. I really enjoyed hearing Dr. Post's story. I find synchronicity fascinating and love hearing about how others experience it. I only recently became aware of the value of synchronicity in my own life. Now when it happens to me, I get excited and want to share it with others. It confirms for me that I am on the right path. Thank you for always having amazing guests on your show. Thank you, Kay, and I'm so happy to hear that you're noticing synchronicity. If anyone missed this episode or wants to listen again, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For more on dreams and synchronicity, please listen to some of my previous shows, like March 26, 2020 with Emily Rodovich, Mystical Experiences of Ordinary People, November 15, 2018, with Lainey Dalfin, Decoding Your Dreams to Discover Your Full Potential, and November 21, 2016, with Robert Moss, Active Dreaming, Choose the Life You Want. Listen on demand to these shows when you missed and those you want to hear again. Listen when it fits your schedule or when you need healing, hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need. Just know I'm here for you, even in the middle of the night. For added value, read my blog titled Signs, Symbols, and Synchronicity, posted in November 2015, which reminds us that our guides are always present and trying to communicate with us. Here's an excerpt. One of my new clients also pays attention to messages. She told me how she felt that she had been led to me. She described hearing about one of my upcoming shows on her car radio. It sounded interesting, so she found the on-demand episode and enjoyed it. Then she was at the yoga center where I had offered for a while, where I had officed for a while, and saw my literature. She understood that these as signs that I was the person who she needed to see. These were synchronicities, not coincidences. She had tears in her eyes as she relayed the sequence of events. When you know at that deep level that your guides are helping you, life becomes a blessing.
To read the whole blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Also check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my video titled, Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth, Dreams, which explains that our dreams help us face ourselves, discover the truth, offer us a way to grow and become all that we are meant to be. Because of the pandemic, climate change, social injustice, mass shootings, war in the Ukraine, the threat of nuclear war, we are all living with fear, anxiety, and PTSD. If we stay stuck in fear and anxiety, we make matters worse by adding to the chaos and negativity in the world. Instead of feeling helpless, know that you can create peace in the world by increasing your own vibration. Your higher vibration will touch everyone you encounter and then everyone they encounter and so on. We are the point of change. Heal yourself and you help heal the world. This is the concept of oneness. We are all connected. We will be doing two techniques every week until there is peace to help increase your vibration and that of the Ukraine. Let's send love and protection to ourselves and to the Ukraine now. Imagine a big pink heart like a balloon surrounding yourself and then see another one surrounding the Ukraine and all its inhabitants. This is the universal pink heart of love that was infused by the divine with love. Allow yourself to see it, feel it, and just know it is there. Instead of obsessively checking the news and increasing your fear and anxiety, do this simple technique every time you think about the Ukraine, the mass shootings in Texas, climate change, COVID, and everything else that worries you. Please share this technique with friends, relatives, colleagues, neighbors on social media, and do it at home with your children. Love is the great healer. You can also surround others with the universal pink heart of love anytime they need protection or love. The second technique is my affirmation to help release fear and anxiety and create inner peace. Say it with me now. Peace in my mind. Peace in my body. Peace in my spirit. Peace in my soul. I repeat it like a mantra when I'm taking a walk, standing in a line, sitting in the dentist chair, falling asleep if I wake up in the middle of the night or go into fear or anxiety about the Ukraine or anything else. Let's do it one more time. Peace in my mind. Peace in my body. Peace in my spirit. Peace in my soul. Now for my silver lining story. There are certain things that I repeat in every show because I want these ideas to settle into the deepest parts of your minds. As a teacher, I know that repetition is important, especially when the information is different than what you learned as a child. When you hear these important new concepts every week, eventually you just know them as truth. Nevertheless, Sometimes I get concerned that my listeners might get tired of hearing these repetitions. Recently, a client who listens to the show has been saying many of these ideas to me during our sessions. Some he knows are from my show and others he doesn't. I'm just grateful that the concepts are sinking in and bringing him peace, purpose, and freedom from fear. 
It's also been a lesson for me to trust myself and what I know about learning. Our guest is Peter Russell, author of Letting Go of Nothing and From Science to God, earned degrees in theoretical physics, psychology, and computer science at the University of Cambridge in England, where he studied for a time with Stephen Hawking. He studied meditation and Eastern philosophy in India and later conducted research into the neurophysiology of meditation. He coined the term global brain with his 1980s bestseller of the same name, same name, 100,000 copies sold, in which he predicted the internet and the impact it would have on humanity. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, Go to drpaulajoyce.com, click on the link on this page to follow us on social media, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows. While on my website, learn more about my two on-demand guided meditation videos on discovering your past lives and awakening your inner angelic light body. Participate at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, what emotions have you been denying? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Peter Russell, who's here to talk about letting go of nothing, relax your mind, and find your true nature. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. 
To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and it's a top show when you choose to advertise with me. You reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaul at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you thought about what emotions you have been denying. I'm so grateful to welcome Peter Russell, who's here to talk about letting go of nothing, relax your mind, and find your true nature. Peter, it really is a pleasure and um, it just wonderful to have you on the show. You have so much wisdom and knowledge and practical understanding. Um, so I, I really am um, excited about what you have to share with our audience. And in, in, your, in your book, you talk about um, letting in. Um, not just letting go, but about letting in and letting be. Talk to us about that, please. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you. It's lovely to be with you. And I loved your introduction earlier, what you were talking about. Yes. Yes. Thank well, you. Letting, letting go has been something I've been fascinated by all my life, really, ever since I started meditating years ago and realized letting go was part of meditation, but it's almost in every single spiritual tradition in one way or another. When you talk about surrender, non-attachment, um, giving up the ego, it's all about letting go in one way or another. And over the years, I've sort of been working with this myself and exploring what really helps letting go. And I realized in myself that often when I thought about letting go, it was like I was trying to get rid of something. You know, letting go means I don't want this anymore. I've got to get rid of it. So if there was some emotion I didn't like, um, I thought letting go of it meant not, you know, if I was angry at a person, letting go of the anger meant not thinking about the person, pushing it to the back of my mind and, and getting on with things. And then I realized that it didn't really help. Um, I think it was Carl Jung, you mentioned earlier, Carl Jung, who said, what you resist persists. And what he meant by that is what you don't allow in, what you keep in the back of your mind, what you push away is still there. It's still controlling you at a sort of at a deeper level. And a number of people have said, you know, treat letting go as, first of all, letting be. I mean, the Beatles said it, let it be, let it be. But you find it in <laughs> many, many spiritual traditions. Let it be. Now, there's two ways of interpreting letting be. One is, you know, if, some, if someone's being awkward to you or something or saying something nasty or a situation you don't like, let it be can mean just, oh, don't worry about it. Don't think about it. Just allow it to happen. 
that's one that's one meaning of letting be. But what I what I came to realize was letting an experience be was actually getting in touch with the actual experience. So if I'm feeling angry, say, what what does that feel like? What does that feel like in my body? Not 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 what I'm thinking, not not the anger in my mind, but what does it feel like in my body? But before we can actually let it be, we have to actually know what's going on. And that's where the letting in comes. So for me, first of all, you have to let in and then let be. And so I, I reinterpret letting go as letting in and letting be. So if you have, if you have, well, you were talking about, you know, sadness earlier. If, you, if there's some sadness, there's, there's two aspects to it. You know, there's what we're sad about, whatever it is, if we know it. There's the sadness there and there's, you know, thoughts about it and stuff. And maybe that sense of wanting to cry you're talking about. But then when it's all about what is actually, what's the sensation in the body? What's the feeling? And it's interesting that we use the word feeling both for an emotion. You know, I feel sad. I feel happy. I feel upset. We use it as an emotion, but also the word comes from the body. You know, I feel a prickling. I feel, you know, a warmth. I feel an ache. So feeling implies what's actually happening in the body. So what I discovered and what I encourage people to do is, first of all, just pause, pause whatever you're thinking, whatever you're doing, and just like tune into the body with just a, a sense of almost curiosity. So if it's, I mean, I, I was doing this once, I had a period, you know, I was feeling some sadness, but didn't know what it was. And just, so I just tuned in, you know, okay, what's actually happening? And to begin with, it may not be that clear, but if you just like sit and notice, oh, oh, I see there's a sort of feeling of hollowness in the chest. Oh, I see. And I feel, you know, I may feel sort of, I don't know, something going on in my legs or something. Just just notice the feelings and sit with them. So you're actually letting in the actual sensations in the body. And what you find is, and what I find time and time again, is when you do that, and then just let them be, don't try to change them, just allow them to be there, shift begins to happen on its own. Without you having to sort of try to change things, things begin to sort of, Dissolve. It's a bit like I sometimes call it sort of metabolism, inner metabolism. Things begin to work their way out. I know this time when I was, you know, feeling sadness, I was actually scared to go there because I was going to start blubbing in public. But when I actually went there, I didn't burst into tears. What I noticed were these feelings, and it's like, and underneath it, there was a sense of actual sort of strange thing to say, but actual comfort, when I really let in the actual feelings that were there, it's like, ah, okay, I know you. It's like, ah, yes, okay. And it's like, when we resist it, we're not allowing it in. So it's like the opposite to resistance. Get in there, let in what you're feeling in the body, let it in, and and just allow it to be. And I've been doing this now for a number of years, and it's miraculous what it does. And it's really that 
you know, prompted me to, to write the book. I've been thinking about letting go for years. But the more I explored this theme of letting in and letting be, the more I realized this, this is the approach that works for me. And I've you know, given it to a number of people, and they all say, wow, this makes it so much easier than the way I was trying to let go. I, I, I love what you're saying. And as you were talking, I was thinking about my own experience of having resisted feeling for so long. Um, I even took yoga so that I could get in touch with my body and start to feel um, because I didn't know where my body was in space even. Um, yeah. And, and, and we often, by denying the feelings, we also deny the joy by, by not letting in um, what we think is going to overwhelm us. In fact, sometimes I say to myself, where I, when I feel like a wall going up at, around my heart, when something happens and I think, you know, I can't handle that. And then I say, mm -hmm. you have the strength to do this let it in and mm. it, and and then it it does and then it passes and then it just passes yeah. it's the fear that i can't handle it um that you know i'm not strong enough whatever it is or that that it will do me in um but then you open up to more love because if you close your heart then you also close off the love and the joy and the happiness and all the good things in life. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, when you feel like that wall coming up, you feel like you're warding yourself off because you don't want to feel it. The first thing I suggest is notice how that feels. Notice how that walling off feels. Not going for the actual emotion. You may be walling off, say, um, feeling irritated or angry at somebody. But before you sort of try to get in touch with that, get in touch with how it feels to wall off the emotion, how it feels to be resisting. Because if we want to you know, allow the emotion in, the first thing we have to do is to let go of the resistance itself and to let go of that walling off feeling. And so I suggest to people before, before before you actually, you know, work on letting go of the emotion, first of all, work on letting go of the resistance, which means the same thing. Notice how that, if I'm resisting something, if I'm, if, if I'm walling off my heart, say, what does that feel like? What's going on in the body? You know, maybe there's a sensation of tightness in the chest or some other area of the body or something or the resistance. How does it feel to be resisting? And as you say, when you, when you do that, it begins to soften. It's our not letting it in that keeps it there. But when you, when you let it in and the resistance begins to soften, then you can begin to notice the actual emotion, whatever it is, more easily. And it's the resistance which is there because of fear. We fear that if we let it in, all hell's going to break loose or we're going to go and punch somebody or something. That's why the resistance is there out of that fear. But when we let go of the resistance and actually notice, ah, this is the feeling, it becomes much easier to be with and work with. Yes, that, that's really, really important. And the heart is, I mean, I feel, you know, underneath 
the heart is always there. It's always open, wanting, wanting to, you know, to feel. And what tends to block the heart is, you know, all the stories we get into that we tell ourselves, our judgments, our fears, our concerns, whatever it is, they sort of overshadow the feeling in the heart. And that's why when we, when we let go, we, the, you know, the peace that's in the heart, the peace and love that are there become apparent. I often say to people, you don't have to make peace with yourself. You don't have to find peace or love, They're, those qualities are already there. They're part of our natural state of being, but we've lost touch with them because we're so caught up in, you know, all our concerns, our worries, and what we're holding on to and our resistance. So when we do let these things in and let them dissolve, we notice we, we come back to that, to our innate qualities of being a more peaceful and loving being. That's really um, beautifully said. We can... Um, uncover what what is really there um, and got covered yeah. up through the pain of life. And when we were too young to know what to do with all those feelings, unless we were, you know, blessed enough to have a family who understood um, how to um, relate to your all your feelings in a healthy way. Um, and, and, and so we carry so much from so long ago, and it's deep. Yeah, yes, it is. And as, as well as all that, there's also the conditioning of our society. It's like we, we live in a sort of more of a mind-focused world, world where, you know, if there's you know, we say, you know, change your mind, think differently about it. Or, you know, if you're not happy, do something, find something, you know, whatever it is, go out to a movie or whatever it is. We're always about doing something. And what this does, this attitude of we've got to fix things, we've got to solve things, we've got to solve our problems, keeps us locked in our head. Because most of the time, if we look at our thinking, most of our thinking is about, you know, getting the world to be the way we want it to be, what we would do if this happens, try to control things, or did I do the right thing yesterday, or that was wonderful what I did yesterday. All this thinking clouds the mind. I mean, some of it's very interesting, and some of it, some of it is very useful. I mean, thinking is brilliant. It's what's made us the wonderful beings that we are, that we can think about things. But it also gets in our way because all the time that we're busy thinking, we're not able to be we're not able to be in touch with the present moment, which you mentioned earlier. I mean, the, all our thinking in one way or another is about the past or the future. And that takes us out of the present moment. And so one of the things I suggest to people is just to just to pause your thinking from time. When you notice you're caught up in something, I call it a story, some story about what might happen or didn't happen or how I am or what's going on. If you just pause it for a moment, you'll notice when you pause, you become more present again. You don't have to do anything to become present. But if you stop, if you pause the thinking just for a few seconds, you begin to notice two things. One, ah, you notice a sense of ease, a sense of relaxation because you let go of that particular story. 
when you when you pause and let go of it, you notice that sense of ease, that sense of relief. I sort of describe it as like you're coming back home to yourself. And then you just notice the present moment. Oh, there's the sound of the bird or the traffic or there's this tingling in my foot, whatever it is. The present moment reveals itself again. And so we just come back to that quality of feeling ease. So it's, it's like there's several things, as you say, there's all that stuff from our past, our childhood, whatever, which occupies the mind or keeps things repressed, keeps us resisting things. And there's the whole conditioning of our society, which says, you know, work it out, think about it, solve this problem. And often it's that, you know, trying to solve the problem that actually keeps us shut off from our true nature. I love that. Um, and it's time for us to take a break. When we come back, I'd like to talk um, more about meditation and what you mean by letting go of nothing. <laughs> um, right. And right. I, I'm your host. <laughs> I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter which contains information about upcoming shows, important content from each show, and the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my Clients align and integrate their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, their right and left brain, and move forward with more ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. During the commercials, please think about, are you willing to try effortless meditation? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Peter Russell to talk more about letting go of nothing, relax your mind, and find your true nature. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You 
You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you thought about your willingness to try effortless meditation. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Alea can help you. I'm so thankful we're here with Peter Russell talking about letting go of nothing, relax your mind, and find your true nature. Um, Peter, you you express yourself um, so concisely and clearly. I really appreciate um, the wisdom that you share and the way you share it. And tell us what the title of your book means, Letting Go of Nothing. <laughs> right. It's um, obviously provocative. Um, we think that what we're letting go of is the thing. So we think we're letting go of our attachment to money. We think we have to, you know, have to, people think you have to be, you know, go without money or letting go of a relationship, you know, you have to be without connection with that. But we think of letting go as, you know, getting, letting go of the thing itself, whatever it is we're letting go of. But it's actually, it's letting go of our, um, the way we see things and the way we see things is not an actual thing in itself so an analogy I often use is like if you're seeing the world through blue spectacles you see the world as blue but you don't see the spectacles they're not a thing that you see in the same way if we're letting go of an emotion a negative emotion that that emotion colors the way we see things. It colors the way we look at a person and what we think about him, but we don't see the actual way we're seeing. We don't see the mindset. So it's not a thing. And that's, that's the sort of pun. We're letting go of a no thing. We're letting go of not the thing itself. We're letting go of the view we have of it, which isn't a thing we see. And so it's about, it's about a change of mind. So letting go is about a change of mind rather than changing a thing in the world. So that, that's a sort of pun on no thing. We're letting go of, we're not letting go of things, but letting go of the way we see the things. Well, and when we do that, everything changes. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We we tend to want to make experience good or bad or whatever. We have all these labels, but when we don't do that, then it, it, it opens the door to the to the meaning of the experience and the beauty of it exactly if you take off your blue spectacles you see the world as it is if you take off your you know your mindset the way you're looking at things then you see reality as it is without your judgments and your grievances and your hopes and expectations you actually see things as they are and that that leads to much more compassion for other people rather than seeing someone through the eyes of judgment, you begin to see them through compassion, through the heart, through love. And I think often when we're judging someone else, we're really judging some part of ourself that we don't accept. Oh, 
absolutely always. I know I notice that in myself. I forget it at times, but I think it's a, it's almost like a it's a golden rule. Almost like when you judge somebody, look at you know something you're judging in someone else. It's probably something you judge about yourself, but you haven't really allowed into your consciousness. Yes, and I know judgment well because I'm a Scorpio, so I was born breathing judgment. <laughs> a long time for me to figure out that was not a good way to live, <laughs> that it did nothing good for me. Um, and so I, I figure if I can change that, anyone can. <laughs> but it, it, it does take um, the willingness to see the world differently. Um, right. So right. Talk, talk to, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go, please. Well, I was just going to ask you to also talk to us about what you mean by effortless meditation, because, you know, there's so many, um, you have to do this, you have to sit up, you right, have to be right, da da right, da Right, right. And, uh, yeah, so help yeah. us. <laughs> there's so much there. You know, oh, meditation is difficult. I can't stop thoughts coming in. You know, we have to try harder. The harder you try, the it doesn't really work. The mind becomes more tense. And you, know, you go back to your teacher after three months and say, I'm not getting anywhere. And the teacher says, well, I told you you had to try harder. You know, I found any effort, any trying in meditation gets in the way. I mean, there are certain techniques where, yes, it's needed. Concentration practices with certain goals. The meditations I'm interested in are those that allow the mind to relax, allow the thinking mind to quieten down so that you can actually be in touch more with yourself, your true nature, and that, you know, the peace and love that we are. And there, any effort gets in the way. So for me, the sort of meditation that I encourage people to do and that I do myself is not about trying to get anywhere, not trying to get some other state of consciousness, not even trying to do anything in the mind, but more just, I just t tell people, first of all, just take a few deep breaths, you know, to allow the body to relax. And then just notice what is going on. You know, you may notice a tingling here, a sensation there. You may notice the breath. You may notice, you know, little thoughts coming in. But not to try to focus on anything or change anything, but just to relax into the moment, to just be with the moment and notice what's there. And now, of course, you know, from time to time, you get carried off on some thought because it's interesting or you think it's important. Or sometimes it's just a thought you've had 50 times before, but keeps on coming up. When you notice that in meditation, don't feel you've gone wrong. Thoughts come up. But then just choose. Just to let the thought go for the moment. You can follow it later, but just choose to let the thought go and come back to being here now. That phrase, being here now, to me, is the essence of meditation. Whatever it is, and not focusing on anything. Um, normally, we're sort of, you know, we're zoomed in. You think of a camera, you zoom in on something to focus on it. I think of meditation as almost the opposite of zooming out. It's like a more open, expansive awareness or oh, here I am sitting here and these sensations in the body and I notice these you know these little feelings that are there just being interested being interested in your experience 
And what you'll find then, if you stop trying, stop resisting, you'll find that gradually the mind just settles down of its own accord. And you find, you know, after you've been sitting there five, ten minutes, ah, this feels much nicer. This feels, this feels wonderful. And then just to, I like to smile and just say, ah, an inner smile, not like physically smiling, but just to allow an inner smile to be there. It's just like, ah, yes. Yeah. And that sort of reinforces the experience. But for me, any effort, any effort, any trying to get somewhere is actually getting in the way. And yet we're so trained in our culture. If you're not getting anywhere, you're not trying hard enough. Now, that may be true in many areas of life, but in meditation, the exact opposite is true. If you're not getting anywhere, it's almost certain you're trying too much, trying to get somewhere. And it's really not about getting anywhere. It's just about coming back to being here. It's not about trying to get somewhere else. It's just coming back to being here in this moment. So it's stop. We need to stop judging ourselves in the way we're meditating and just to allow our process. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. To relax. I see meditation as allowing the mind to relax. We're often fairly good at allowing the body to relax. Fairly good. (laughs) But, you know, it's really meditation is allowing the mind to relax, which is something we're not taught to do much. We're taught to focus, but we're not taught to allow the attention itself, allow the mind to relax. That, to me, is the essence of meditation. And and as we do this, um, we have truly one minute left, but can you, then our true nature emerges as, as a result, as we relax the mind. You just give us a, a, a short definition of what you mean by that, please. By true nature, I mean how we are when the mind isn't fuddled up with thoughts and concerns and unnecessary emotions. When we let go of those things, I think we all experience this. When we stop worrying, we feel better. We feel more at ease. And so I say our true nature is actually one of ease, contentment, peace, lovingness. And when we stop getting caught up in all the other stuff, then we begin to just get in touch with it. It's not something we have to create or even find. It's something we just remove the blocks to our awareness of its presence. So our true nature, you know, people have said for years, is basically, I would say, peace and love. And we just have to allow it to reveal itself to us. So getting back to um, the way we were before life became overwhelming or took us out of that place of peace and love and joy. That's yes. beautiful. And that's why, that's why meditation, just letting go of our thoughts, our thoughts take us out. So much of the time, our thoughts take us out away from it. So the more we can let go of our thoughts, the more we can come back to that peace and love in ourselves. Thank you so much, Peter. I am so grateful for your sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, your kindness, um, and, 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 and your own experience. Thank you, Peter, for helping us to understand. And I hope everybody chooses to purchase Letting Go of Nothing, 
relax your mind, and discover the wonder of your true nature. And also visit PeterRussell.com in order to learn more. Thank you, Peter, and many blessings. Thank you. And thank- really enjoyed being with you today. Thank you. And thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, follow us on social media, learn about my two on-demand guided meditation videos, and read my latest blog and learn about my services, including individual or group coaching, speaking workshops, retreats, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, reading tarot or the Akashic records, mediumship, channeling your guardian angel, or schedule me for a video conference, experiential workshop, or speech designed specifically for you or one that is in high demand, such as overcoming abuse, discovering hope and silver linings, opening new chakras, authentic leadership, building healthy teams, communication that works, making change smoother, the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Zoom or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and gods of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients achieve their goals and improve their health relationships and abundance click on the link to contact me and see for yourself now i'm going to introduce you to archangel alea who helps us change our negative thinking ask for her help in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you release negative thoughts use your own words or say something like archangel lay i give you permission in a positive way only to help me think positively you can even be more specific and say something like archangel lay i give you permission in a positive way only to help me free my mind to see all the beauty in the world pay attention to signs synchronicity and new information this is a process not an event trust that she is helping you because she is. Please listen next Thursday when Michelle Neff Hernandez will be here to discuss different after you rediscovering yourself and healing after grief and trauma. July 7th, when Dr. Susan Campbell will join us to talk about triggered to tranquil, how self-compassion and mindful presence can transform relationship conflicts and heal childhood wounds. And on July 14th, when Dr. Kak Young returns to discuss how to communicate with trees, unlock their magic, and help save them. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week and a year of love, harmony, and balance. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.